Alright, there we go. It's a beautiful Monday evening right on Radio Pulpit, your daily companion from Harting to the Cape. So awesome to be greeting in the wonderful name of our Lord Jesus Christ. It's so awesome to think that the world may be in uh, in pieces, but our Jesus is alive. He's still on the throne and um, yeah, he reigns. And as Christians, we've got nothing to fear. Um, 2024, um, I, I can't say it's upon us anymore. We're at the end of the first month already, at the start of the second month. I'm counting down the days to go to Buffles Bay again. Um, that's on the horizon for me. I must admit, just before we go any further with the show, um, I don't want to apologize for the working of the Holy Spirit. I'll never apologize for the working of the Holy Spirit. Even if it means that I am not liked by listeners, um, I will not apologize for the working of the Holy Spirit. I just want to say that off the bat, um, after a conversation I had last week from one of our listeners, um, if the Holy Spirit gives me a message, I don't think there's a discreet way to give the message of the Holy Spirit. If the Holy Spirit gives a message, that's what I'm going to give. Even if it means that I may be stepping onto some people's toes, um, um, God's opinion matters more to me than yours with all due respect and in the same light what I've realized heading into 2024 I just want to get that off the bat before we uh, before we do anything else I've realized that as the times grow older I've reached a point where I stop counting my words because I am outspoken for the gospel of Jesus Christ and I'm outspoken for teenagers that needs to be shown the right way. So even though I might sometimes um, say something that you as a listener may not listen, may not like, I love you, but I don't need your uh, approval. I'm going to say a thing as it is because that's what I'm called to do. Okay, I just want to get that off the bat. Okay, um, I want to straighten this out after email that I received last week from someone. And in the email, someone expected me to do something on air today. I am not going to apologize for the working of the Holy Spirit. I'll say that off the bat. Um, and by the way, it's easier to say sorry than to ask for permission. So I'm just going to go with what the Holy Spirit leads me to do. All right. Join the chat this evening. 0826572729. All the social media platforms are open. You can either send me a WhatsApp or a number again. 0826572729. <laughs> It's been a long day. Okay, anyway, and then of course you can also send us a telegram, 0826572729. Brenton Jerome, my brother from another mother. What's good? What's good? Who's it? How are you, How are you? Blessed, but happy to be back. Okay. Mm. But you, you, uh, if I'm not mistaken, you should say blessed and highly favored. Blessed. Is what highly favored in it, but you can yeah, say for me, thank you. Okay, yes, philosophies. Okay, <laughs> I'll leave it over to you, our guest in studio. You know, everybody knows him by now, but come yeah. on, let's let's give a nice, proper, formal. Hold on, no, listen, let's do this the proper way. Okay, okay. are you ready? Okay, so you gotta you, you might, Oh, good luck with this one. Are you ready? Introduce our guest tonight. We have the return of the poet, the poet of all, the man who burns for Christ. Every word that comes out of his mouth is the truth. Welcome back, Brother Leon. Wow, what's <laughs> 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 How did I do? I can't believe I'm going to die and I'm going to die. 
Donkey, goeie naam, goeie naam. That wasn't too bad. No, it was awesome. Yeah, you probably don't even know it. You are patient. That actually rhymed, but you know what I liked the most? Now you went into that voice, now. I said, Brendan, you're like, ETV's gonna grab you. Tonight. It's almost like, it's like, one mission, one man. Well, anyway, one mission, one man was one mission, and it was the man, and it was Jesus Christ. One mission, and that's, Yo, papi, nou kan ek vir jou hier so a poet rock. Good day, bless, good. Wat sê, Leon? Ek sê, ek sê wat ek wil. Ek is my maas het wil. Sê, ek sê, ek sê, net wat ek wil. Sê, ek is bezig om in te luister, sê, mama, jy het sê wat ek wil, jy kan inbel. Nice om terug te wees, man. Lekker, lekker lang vakantie gewees. Nee, te kort. Ja, nee, het was lang. Nee, kan die vakantie ooit te lang wees? As jy met vijf kinders sit, die vakantie baie lang. Ja, maar nou maak jy asof die man anders skuld is gehaal vir jou eie man. Dit is jou skuld. Is jy lekker gerust? Fantastisch gerust, in die suidkus van Natal, die beste plek om see te geniet, warm water, nie soos in die kaap van jy dan gewoon. Stem glat nie saam nie? Lekker warm water, skoon water. Ek hoef nie met jou saam te sien nie. Ek gaan jou nooit aan toe. Sal die kom nie? Is die plek. Sal die kom nie? Daar is nie een plek soos Buffelsbaai nie fantastische kerk daar. Norwegian Settlers Church. Oh my greatness. If there's ever a church, go visit that there. It's awesome. Yes, okay. <laughs> anyway, viva Dwayne, viva mense raak kwaad vir die waarheid. Groete Anthea. Ach, ek like jou. Preek het, sister. Preek het. Jy kan maar vir my nog WhatsApp stuur. Ek like het kwaai hoor. Ek like het rechtig. Is my so lekker as jy saam met ons kuis. Stuur ons WhatsApp toe 0826572729. Luister, die Iwe, meneer Brenton Jerome. How was your holidays? Mm-hmm. It was very good. Why? Relaxed. I spent time with Ooh. my lady. Ooh. I spent time with my family. I had actually family from Cape Town visiting okay. also. It was good to see them. And um, Do you talk Afrikaans or English when the Cape Townians come to visit my brew? Yes, you brother. Mixed That's breed. That's a slang. That's mingles. Mingles. Mingles met a mix. Mingles met a mix. Yes, okay. As jy so sê, ons het die naweek het ons gaan cricket speel, my sink het cricket gespeel op eerste ras. Kijk, ek en my vrou het het gelaaf. Ons het het gelaaf, ons het die cricket gekyk en ons net geluister hoe die mannekies met mekaar praat. Ek love my dialect, ek love it. And then of course this week and I had the awesome time of spending so much time in detail with Frank, Frank and I, the band Frank and I, Frank and Johan from Cape Town and Frank himself who stayed in those townships and uh, Wow, looks like it's a it's a Cape Town infused week, mm-hmm. huh? Must I <laughs> It was good to see Cape Townians for a while. Yeah, if that is what you say. Anyway, Leicester, <laughs> my friend, what are we talking about tonight? Hey, it's something I I, I uh, yo, how can I put it? It's a question I have because I'm seeing the youth. But I want you to ask the question. Okay. I want you to ask the question. Okay, okay. But ask the question to our listeners as well. Because uh, obviously, with all due respect, yourself and Dion had this conversation prior to coming to the studio. So you've got a bit more context. Okay? Mm, yes. I, I, I do not have context on your no. question. Okay? Mm. So you're probably going to prove me wrong. But I want to play that advocate today. Because yeah. I want to be on the side of the listeners. And you can prove me wrong if you like. So pose the question. I'm going to give you my opinion. Mm-hmm. And then we can go through the evening and we can discover the answer at the end of your question. Go for it. Okay. The question is, is the youth prepared for 2024 or are we preparing the youth for 2024 the way we want it well is that your is that your question yes my question is no 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 the youth not prepared end of story that's it then for me there's nothing more because i don't even think uh, with all due respect an educator or educator or someone that teaches another 
mm. is someone that went through some form of a school with a conviction of what they think is the truth. Okay, right now we're on the receiving end of, I believe, of even a generation of parents who do not know the truth. How go. can you preach the truth if you yourself don't know the truth? It's so profound what you're saying there, because okay, Brenton gave me a heads up for this thing. So <laughs> I said this whole afternoon there, because you know I'm a, I'm a full-time pastor and a, and a part-time uh, civil engineer. So I was sitting after, after one of my sites, and I went through this, and God revealed to me exactly what you're saying this. Okay, that how can we prepare the youth mm. if we ourselves live like hypocrites? Exactly. Because there's, 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 there's not a more um, serious uh, uh, student of his parents than a teenager. Because they can sniff out hypocrisy, uh, you know, kilometers away, mm. you know. So yeah, we we wanna we wanna prepare them, and we wanna we wanna teach them, but we ourselves are lacking. And, are we preparing them or protecting them? That's the thing. Yeah, but hold on, Yaza, Yaza to you because this is a very <coughs> this is a very controversial topic, yes. which I'm gonna try and explain to you. So you know, of course, and some of our listeners know, and I think Leon knows that I li- I work in the boxing world. Mm. And when I go to the boxing world and I go to um, deep CBD Joburg and I work with this little boxer and this boxer comes to me and every second word is a slang word or a swear word. Mm. And you would ask him, is this wrong? He would say, Hukum, this is my point of reference. Okay? Mm. This is what I grow up in. So for him, it's very hard to establish that what I'm saying is wrong because that is how I got raised. Okay? Now I'm posing a very, very, very anal, deep, deep, deep question. Okay? Because as much as we want to point our fingers to our parents right now that I believe is not equipped to raise, who raised our parents? Is this only one generation gap problem? Or is this maybe slightly a bit deeper than, than just one generation? Because technically, I teach what I've been taught. I mean, you understand? Yes. So is it only a one generation problem? Or is this a bunch of parents that don't know better because they grew up this way? That's it. And I think, and I think religion is, is to blame for this. And tradition. In our, in our, in our mother churches, how, like I grew up. It's, it's all in all. Because the world is stuck. Our kids are stuck with a worldview. And so they've got, they've got some, some uh, real truth that's being taught to them. So we come as parents and we tell them the truth about God and God's worldview. But then they see what we do. Because what we do is we have in a week, we have these God zones. So this is what we've done. And it comes from generations. We've got these God zones. So Sunday morning is your God zone. And maybe if you're lucky as a, as a family, you have a God zone, maybe cell group on a Tuesday or Wednesday. And then there's, maybe dad has once or twice a week, he has a devotion which you can see him read his Bible. So we have these God zones. But... Out of those God zones, there's nothing about God. Then we simply look like the world, and that confuses the youth as well. Yeah, Pastor D. Jakes, um, he actually makes two references to what you just explained, and I want to I back you on that. You said that we live in a light switch religion generation. We want to switch Jesus on and off when we need him. Okay, And then he also said we live in a drive-through religion. Because we want to have a quick stop, Jesus, I need you. Pick you up at the next window so that you can quickly fix my problem. But the moment my problem's fixed, there's Jesus isn't needed anymore. And that, that, that for me is a big problem because he inhabits our praises, our daily breath, everything we do. Um, Jesus is a, it's a way of life. It's not mm. a God zone. Yeah. I, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm listening to everything there and um, um, Dwayne, you said something very, very, very profound and it's something that I want to also bring up. We will not apologize what the Holy Spirit places in our heart, right? What happened to the scripture of John 14 where, where the Bible says, uh, I'm sure Jesus who said it, 
the Father will send you the Advocate, the Helper, the Holy Spirit. How many of us, not only parents, I'm talking about like pastors, preachers, adults, whatsoever. How many of us is willing to be filled with the Holy Spirit to teach the youth? Amen. What is the truth? Amen. Because I'm, I'm speaking of experience now, I'm a youth pastor and I'm seeing how the youth today are running after what's a good experience, what's this feeling. They want something Sensation. more, open quote, close quote, more than the word. I, my question is, isn't the truth more important than that feeling or whatever you're longing? Where's the Holy Spirit? What about them? What does He want to do through us? Are we speaking to them what the Word of God is saying by the Holy Spirit? Or are we speaking to them of our understanding of so Leon's got some notes there, and I want to give Leon the opportunity to talk in his notes. I just mm. want to mention two things before we go further. Okay, yeah. I want to be clear on when the Holy Spirit speaks. Okay, because the Holy God Jesus represented through the Holy Spirit. Okay, I mean I've got three pastors in this room, so you guys point me out when I'm wrong. The Holy Spirit will never hurt. Amen. The Holy Spirit will never go with the intention to destroy someone. No. The Holy Spirit will never go to the intention to break someone. No. Okay. The Holy Spirit can only represent the truth. Okay, So what I need to be clear about is when I represent the Holy Spirit and I talk on behalf of the Holy Spirit as a vessel through which the Holy Spirit works, the only thing I can technically apologize for is because the truth offended your lifestyle. It's, it's, it's very important that we understand that because the Holy Spirit is not going to all of a sudden come to you when you, sorry, sleep with each other outside of the marriage mm. and is going to be okay with it. You're going to have a problem with it because you feel convicted and the truth hurts you. So the Holy Spirit will never, will never hurt. Okay. okay but we that uses, the, that's the voice of the Holy Spirit, have got to be very godly responsibly. Hey, some of us are using their emotions thinking it is the Holy Spirit. And the last thing I want to say on yours before I give over to Brother Leon with his notes over the years. Let's just quickly understand one thing. Let's go quickly have a look at the child's brain. Okay? So we've got to understand that our brain develops something called a, 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 a wall. And that wall is boosted by... Yeah. Say again? Yeah. I think it's an abdomen or something. What? What's no, no, no. You're getting there? Dopamine. There we go. Okay, dopamine. So, so you've got to understand something. Our youth, our youth of today is searching for a dopamine injection because the wall of sensation and of feeling good, the wall has been raised so high mm. based on social media, based yes. on the pleasures of TV. But, so the level of dopamine, that wall is so high that they must reach out to sensation. Yes. They must mm. reach out to extreme just to get over that wall to fulfill their needs for happiness. Mm. And that is then when we compromise who we are. That's when we allow a boy to do stuff he's not allowed to, or a girl. Yes. So our, our job is to ensure that Jesus is our joy, mm. because then there's no wall, and we don't need dopamine. Anyway, Leon, you've got stuff there, yeah. my brother. Go for it. So, so the way I see that youth does, because I've got, I've got my eldest is 29, and we've got 25, I've got a 18, a 16, and an 8-year-old. So I've got the whole spread right in front of me so I can, I can Lord I can, we just want to take this moment to play <laughs> for brother Leon on air May the grace and I'm going to be a proudful grandfather four weeks from four months from now oh yes. my I'll, I'll be Legend. in a different league Dwayne I don't Legend. know different league 
definitely. Jag måste få en tröja för dagen. So, 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 our kids are are, are, are being are being bombarded with with uh, with truth claims from the world. Truth claims like if I buy this car, people are going to fall out their windows looking at me. Mm. If I drink this drink, you know, girls are going to fall over me. So they call it truth claims. And and yet we come as 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 ministry leaders in a, in a church. We have this truth claims about God, but they don't see it when they live. In the, with their parents' house, they they mm. see, as I say, these these God's own pockets that we have. But but out of that, there's no distinguishing between the world and what Daddy is doing. He mm. was raising his hands just now in worship, but but two two minutes out of church, mm. him and Mom on a heated argument, you know, mm. and all these four-letter words go. So and they think this is hypocrisy, yeah. you know, because our behavior, a child's behavior, is directly related to what he believes and what he sees. Okay, mm. so that was we must bear with, and then God says in His Word, He says to us, you know, we must be His witnesses on this earth, you know, in Judea. So we we need to be witnesses of Jesus to our children. Kid, can, can I? Uh, yes, yes. Uh, you you reminded me of something that when I was sitting in the office, um, I spent time with the kids this morning. They were late, and I didn't get upset. And um, this one student said, "Sir, can you please give us grace?" And I looked at her and I said. God gives grace, so yes, I will give grace, but let's not abuse it. But James one twenty two says, "Be demonstrators of the word and just be a talker, because you're fooling yourself." Yeah, but but hold on, listen to this. I want you to listen to this. I want the listeners to listen to this because mm. I've heard the most profound statement on the word grace. Okay, yeah. listen to this. Grace is freely available. Yes, yes. Yet. Mm. The most expensive price. Definitely, I just said for. that before we got to yes. the studio. So, 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 as much as grace is freely available, we've mm. got the responsibility to do grace responsibly. Oh, definitely. Amen. Yeah. No, definitely. Sure. Because the, the the truth claims that the world does, they they say to our kids, you 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 must find you must find yourself, mm. and Jesus says, deny yourself. Exactly. Follow me. You know, they say, find the better you, and Jesus says, no, man. Paul says no to know Jesus is, 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 is you know live Jesus is, is you know in don't forget the heart don't forget yeah. the but heart. Leon that's not just teenagers let me give you an example okay so <laughs> Brenton you know that last year I got damage on my bucky hey, and I, I'm yes. very proud of my bucky okay he loves and, it and, and my bucky was taken in January and it's been more than a month I haven't had my bucky with me okay so my bucky's been in for repairs mm. so in the meantime what do we drive we drive my wife's vehicle that mm. she inherits it from her grandmother, okay? <laughs> if the whole family sits in the vehicle, we struggle to get away from the stop street, okay? Um, because yeah. five kids sit in the home. But anyway, and we took people out for, for, for lunch a while ago. I don't want to say which people, mm. okay? And we drove with Andri's Oma's Nissan Tida, okay? I got to get out, Poppy. Yeah. Okay. But I bring my But I'm not a status guy. Yeah. I'm not a status guy. I, 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 I don't care what you think of me. Mm. <laughs> really, I don't. And we drove and we got to this place and we parked the car and then our guests parked next to us and across from us and they got out of their proper, nice, wow, vehicles. And uh, we went in and the bull came. And I was like, yes, can I please have the bull? Mm. And the one guy goes, oh, Dwayne, can, can, can we pay the bull for you, please? And I'm like, Why? <laughs> 
Because they they measured my financial situation based on the car I came with. Um, because yeah. status, status, status. What clothes do you wear? What car do you drive? Mm. And I said, Leister, Chom, thank you. If you want to pay for the bill, do the whole bill, please. Go for it, Poppy. <laughs> I wrote the wave. Why not? But that is unfortunately a preconceived idea. Yeah. Do they know that my job is to save as much as possible money and become... I, I don't want to have a single installment on a single thing in my life within the next five years, and that's my mission. Mm. You, if you understand, yeah. But but they saw me for oh shame. Can mm -hmm. we buy the mm -hmm. bull? <laughs> I decided whenever I take friends out from now on, I'm just <laughs> hey, gonna hey, drive hey. with it. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm gonna choose better restaurants now. Understand? Godfather and fire room and die quickies poppy, and I'll make sure they see me arrive with a Nissan Tida. Leon, what did you know about? So, so this is this is more uh, a testimony of what we've done over the last couple of years. My wife and myself, we we involved in the youth ministry. She's she's with the uh, schools ministry in, mm -hmm. in 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 Randburg area. So what what she does at every beginning of the year, she goes to the youth. So she doesn't do a religious act and a tradition act, and she says, okay, this year I'm going to speak about this and this and this. Mm -hmm. She actually goes and sits down with the teenagers, and she says, what is bothering you? And they come up with stuff as self-harm, mm. it's low self-esteem, I, I don't have no identity, all that. So, so then she takes that, we sit together, Holy Spirit inspired, and we design something to teach them onto that. And that's when you discover that mm. they've got a distorted view of, 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 of the image of God. Mm. Of what is what is real mm. and we need to we need to come back to that and say well for us god is real because of this and you start on the basic things uh, uh brent where you where you tell them listen just look outside look yeah. at nature look at the sea look at so god is real so yeah. how do we how do we impact them from further than that that's when we come in as christians that's when we come with the heart of jesus and that's mm. where he cleans us first so while you're ministering to them you're ministering more to yourself exactly you know that Okay, so God says to us, okay, minister them, but you're going to minister yourself. Mm. So when you speak about someone in the family that's now living together, they were dating now, they're living the whole family, you're not going to go in there and be all judgmental. Because teenagers, when they see you judgmental, they run. Their ears slam yeah. close. They mm -hmm. are, when you're judgmental, yeah. they close up. So what you do is with compassion, you speak to around your table, when you sit with your, your time with your, with, your, with your kids, sit with them and with compassion explain to them, why it is wrong to be like that mm. you know you'll explain to them because they stay together they can quickly escape when something happens so there's no commitment and you tell them that if there's no commitment a child in, involved what happens so you explain the whole thing with compassion to, and it's more because it's better caught than taught what you just said now for children it's, it's much better you know mm. and and then and then in your, yeah so in your in your in your family time you know, I, how do you do it practical? I'm a practical person like you, Brenton. So how do we do it as a teacher? How do we, how do we take our youth and, and show them the compassion of Jesus and how you do it? So they say in the first century of Christianity when it started, religious people, groups of people had creeds that they did, mm. like a mission statement. Why don't we as family members sit together and ask the kids, what will be our mission statement for 2024? Come up with a biblical view, and they must tell you, and you'll and you'll be surprised at what words comes out. You, I I have to butt in. This week, I mean, this year's theme is about um what becoming, <laughs> and yeah, we're talking about this now. And um, the message that I have for Friday um, is um, who are we, and are we talking about this also? Yes, it is my scary. You're talking about becoming, having confirmation. Now you're asking, you're saying, listen, yeah. you're saying, who are we? Mm -hmm. um, and then in the same breath, 
I have a to-do list for my year of mm. uh, stuff that I want to achieve in my personal capacity. And one of the stuff that I remind myself of on a daily basis is VSAC. Okay? There's your confirmation. Okay? Then VSAC, what do I for a lever? And then to go further, look at your shirt. What was Pastor Chris's message this morning in devotion? Through Christ, I can do all I things. I can do all things. Look, look at that shirt. Leon, just on that note, now, I read an awesome article over December. Mm. Um, something that's very profound. Um, parents model the example. Okay? But what we as parents need to understand is we sometimes even model our mistakes. Yeah. And when we try and justify our mistakes, we teach our kids that it's okay to make those mistakes. Yes. And the article that I read December was one of the most beautiful things that I've ever read in my life. Mm. The article said, the best way to educate your children in the way of the Lord is to be vulnerable to such an extent that you can tell your kid where you've messed up. Yes. Mm. So, so actually call your kid in and say, Leister sissy, Leister booty. This is the mistake I made. Mm. I will never want you to look at me and tell me that I'm going to do it because mommy did it. I want to admit I am wrong. And I urgently need Jesus to step in to fix my mistake. Mm. Because the moment we model the perfect so-called parents, but we model the mistakes and we justify our mistakes, we're in trouble because our kids will make the same mistake. Definitely. Exactly. As, I, as I was speaking to Brenton beforehand, so what we do as parents is we, we, we take our kids and we put them in a the Tupperware bowl mm. and we squeeze the lid and try to mm. squeeze out the bad stuff around them. Yeah. So we protect them. It's not going to help them. It's mm -mm. like having... Well, it's similar to the Blue Bulls this year. It's like having a team that just concentrates on defending. Yeah. We're not going to score tries this year. We're not going to kick two poles. We're going to defend. Yes, you're not going to lose a match, but you're not going to win a match. But you're not going to mm. win a match. So, so, and that's, this is what we teach our kids. Because you know that, and the, and the Bible teaches that you can't inherit your, par your parents' faith. You develop your own. So we need to teach our kids how do they get into a true relationship with the living God, the creator mm -hmm. of this universe. How do they connect and have a true relationship with them? And the only thing, the only way they can have a true relationship with them is if they do falter and they do see, okay, dad apologized and he, 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 he asked for forgiveness when he did this. Yes. And then it's when they meet Jesus personally. And that's how the faith starts. Exactly. And that's how they build it. And that's how I see it. Because your kids must know from a young age. There is no, there's no entire, you're not entitled to anything. Okay. We are called to serve like Jesus mm. served. Powerful. Yeah, so we teach our kids, you serve. So in every given moment where you step in the morning into school, when you step on a rugby field, when you go to church, when you do this, where's my opportunity to serve? Mm. And if you teach your kids this, I think our youth will in this, in this country will change tremendously because I think there's so many kids that feel they are entitled just because they're in a space at the moment. Yeah. All right, so on that note, this is deep stuff. I like it, I like it, I like it. If you want to join the chat, 0826572729. We're going to take a short break. We have to catch a breather after all this heavy content. And we're going to uh, listen to an awesome, awesome youngster that you guys know very well. Had the privilege a couple of times of uh, spending time with him. This is Master KG with a song that hit the world by storm a couple of years ago called Jerusalem. When we get back, you can join the chat. 0826572729. Maybe you've got a question for our panel for Leon, for Brenton, or myself. Please pop the question. Our lines are open, and we can't wait for you to rejoin us after this awesome song. Hi, as a master KG, and natuurlijk internationale beroemdheid en status verwerf. Can you glo dat is nou nog nummer één in zekere landen in die wereld? I just, I just, I just love it. Het is nogal ongelooflijk hoe um, hier die oorlog um, 
teen oor Israel, hoe, hoe hierdie liekie verskillig groot gegaan het in lande, um, saam met Jerusalem staan met hierdie liekie, Jerusalem, so, ja, ok, maar nou geval, hoor die manne, ons kan lekker, I like it, I really like it, I, I must say this, I said this off and I'll say it again, you know, you guys, do you know that this, this topic is so open, mm. <laughs> it's an open-ended discussion and we can probably do, 100 shows of 100 hours each and we'll never reach yeah. the end of it. So that's what we said, Brent. Yeah. <laughs> of worms. But it is a, it's a dangerous topic. Let me explain to you why I think it's a dangerous topic. Yeah. Because grandmas are listening to the show right now. And I promise you grandmas are saying, <laughs> But the moment these grandmas send this to the parents, yeah. you know what's the biggest problem with wanting to admit to a mistake? Mm-hmm. I read this the other day. It's actually quite profound. People do not want to admit to a mistake because if they admit they made a mistake, they've got to do something to fix it. Hey, Definitely. Yeah, no? Definitely. Because the saying goes, if you don't parent your your kids, you're going to parent your grandkids. And I can see it in our family. I can see <laughs> it. I can see it's true. I can see Omar's and Opa's running after the grandkids because they've got no manners and stuff. Mm-hmm. So uh, coming back to how we do this practically. So so what you do with your, so what I do with my daughter. So when is the invitation to a party? Give me the numbers. It's straightforward. Give me the numbers so I can speak to the people. Are you, mm. Yes, I'm going to speak to the people. Then there's certain things. Listen, when you're at the party and you see this and this and this and this happen, you phone me, I fetch you. Mm. So when she goes to your first party and she does phone you, you fetch her. But could you be age specific on that? Let me, let me explain yes, to you. Yes, yes, I can. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I think that's very important because I've got a daughter that's 13 years old now. And if, if I was a listener at home right now and you said, Send your kid to the party. I'm like, yes, geroek. My kid's not going to a party. <laughs> so, yeah. Be age specific. Yeah. So, yeah. To, uh, nowadays, I think it's I think it's entering high school because they're going to have their first socky. They're going to have their first thing. It's all high school based. Okay. So if there's a there's a home party, obviously you phone the parents. You ask, are you going to be here? are you going to be there the whole time? And then you pop in if you have to, or drive past. A couple of times I drive past places and and see what's happening there. Okay. Your daughter phones. She says, Dad, please phone me. Then you praise her. When, you, when you're in the car, you praise her. You say, thank you for phoning daddy. But let's do what you do next time. Bring a couple of your mates with you. Ne? So they know this is God's view and not the world's view. So what's happening at this party, then she'll know. By the time she goes to varsity, she'll know what to look out for parties. Because they, there's no daddy. There's no one protecting them. And that's, how, that's practically how, how I... I do it with our kids. Practically how I do it is my kid don't go to the party. Uh, full story. <laughs> no, no, listen. No, listen. Yeah. Realistically speaking, uh, yeah, it, it, because my kid grow up in a Christian home does not mean she's not going to be anxious to figure out what's going on out there. Exactly. So, realistically speaking, I can't put her in that Tupperware bucket like Leon said. No, and she'll, she'll probably have to end up there. And uh, Another cool practical thing, Leon, um, um, this is very Aina because myself and my wife had to go through this Aina, is my kid must... Um, she must engage in social development, okay? And social development is probably going to play a big role on who her character develops, develops into. Okay? Mm. I can speak into a character outside of that party, but her character then gets the cherry on the cake when she has to act on it without us being there. Okay? If you want to be the parent that still wants to give your kid a social development, but you refuse that your kid goes elsewhere to do the social development, you can't have your bread buttered on both sides. Mm. Then you create the social environment at your place for your kids to bring their kids, their friends over. That's one of the rules that we implemented at our house. Um, I told Andri, luister, sissy, hierdie gerief van ons, this comfort zone of us, every Friday afternoon, when we want to go chill. Listen, your kid is developing. 
So every second Friday afternoon, I'm telling you now, go to bed earlier on a Thursday because every second Friday, they are making their friends over. Because if my kid can't have any social life, Hey, that's that a ticking they, time bomb. That is where they open up to the. That's a ticking time bomb. I can speak of own experience. You know, I personally wish there was people that showed me about availability, man. If you, like I said to um, to, to, to my girlfriend, I said, why, ins- instead of experimenting and all of that stuff, why don't you just go to the door of the person who already experimented it? And rather explain to that person, don't do this, don't do that, because this is the consequences. Also, when you make a, s- a place available for where your child can interact with, with the friends coming over, what type of friends are you coming, um, that's coming over? Definitely. Because your daughter could be ministering to another child and see, leave the world alone. But look at a godly house where you can still have a nice time and a good time. What is that child going to do? That child is going to go home and not tell the parents, but be a demonstration to the parents. And the parents going to like, I mean, what's going on? My daughter, what, what, uh, uh, I, my daughter's been spending a lot of time by your place. Is it possible that we could meet up? We don't know. Yes. But that is what I personally believe. I wish I had that. Where somebody like um, the teenagers today, they don't understand and see the, the availability, their door that's open. I mean, there was a, a, a child that said to me before, especially a teenager, you won't understand what I'm going through. I said, bro, you can't, you can't surprise me. Share with me what's going on. And then as he's busy sharing with me, then I'm like, yeah, that's what mom and dad used to say. Now. Yeah, sir. And then we started talking and then he started sharing what's on his heart. Yes. And then I told him, bro, this is what I did. Yeah. And that is what I did. And but he's like, no ways. But remember, not every parent has a Brenton I know. as a youth pastor at sure. their school. It's in general. Lucky. In general, yeah, but exactly what you're saying, Brenton, is exactly what we're doing. So, so with uh, Kayla's now a matric and Connor, Connor, my he's now 16, he's in grade 10. Mm. So, what we do is we would rather let them bring the, 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 the kids mm. to us. So, so within the last couple of years, and I see it, and there's the, these amazing kids. I remember the first time they come and we sit around the table as a family, we always pray mm. and we always talk about God and everything at the table. So, I know Connor's little friend, Aaron. I hope he's listening there. <laughs> I remember when he first came in, I said, Aaron, are you going to say grace? No, no, Uncle Leon. No, 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 no. Now, Aaron, are you going to say grace? Yes, sir. And he prays. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because mm. now you've installed that onto him. Mm. You've shown him that, that the, 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 the truth claim about Jesus. And then you live out the truth claim about Jesus. Then you show them this is, this is a real deal. Mm. This is not you know, something that, that, that we proclaim to be. This is, the, this is the real thing. Because they become a product of what you, they surround themselves that with. So you, you create the environment that they are in. And I also want to say this. Now. Parents, be wise on what you say about your kids' friends. Okay? If you see your kid's got a godly friend... Boost the friend. Yes. Boost the friend. If you see your kid does not have a godly friend, keep the friend around, but let the kid come into your environment. Mm. Don't let Don't your kid yourself. go into that environment. Mm. That's very important. That is very important. You know, um, Brenton, just quickly on this note. Now, mm. um, uh, all right. Anyway, what happened over the weekend was something very profound. And I want to say too much of it on air, but uh, Sunday after church, I went and I had uh, lunch with Johan and Frank from Frank and I. Mm. And um, I told the gents, guys, after the service, wait in front of my house. I just want to quickly go get dressed, then, uh, then we can leave. And as I left my house, I noted that these guys have got their cars 
parked in the opposite direction of where I want to drive, which to me was very weird mm. because leaving the church, my house is to the left, so you got to drive and your car's got to face up the road to drive. The, when I came out, they made a U-turn and they came back and they faced their car the other way. I went to them in a very funny, profound way and I'm like, hey guys, why did you turn around? We, we must head into the other direction. And Frank said something very profound. He got out of the car and he said, brother, I hope you don't mind. Can you find another route for us? I'm like, why? He said, because the Holy Spirit warned me of stuff on this road yeah. where people's busy with some gomas and with witchcraft stuff. Oh. And it's unnecessary for us mm. to expose our spirituality to that. <laughs> and then I'm like, okay, um, tell me a bit more. The point that I want to make here is mm. we as parents have got to run so close to the Holy Spirit because the Holy Spirit will warn us about the kids in our children's lives as well. Come on. Mm. Yeah. And we've got to make sure that we drive another road with our kids. So mm. you don't take your kid into that chacha situation. Mm. You bring that chacha situation into your thing. The devil can't stand in the atmosphere of Jesus. Mm, exactly. Mm. <laughs> huh? what, did, what did Carmen say? When Jesus enters a room, demons fly out of windows. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and people might, you know, listeners will probably listen in and say to you, you know, it's, do, it, does, it, does he have everything, you know, is, is, he, is he living by the book and there's no... You do have mishaps. You can do everything by the book. You can you can teach them. You can you can show them whatever. You will have children that will n not focus on what you're saying. You will have kids that will stray off the truth. You will have kids that that will for years, you know, leave the house and and and, and not come back. You know, so so and I, and I think as a parent, you mustn't be discouraged about that because it's just human nature. Even though you've tried everything that is there, there's always a human nature in your child. That will take him away. But but God's word has got those promises. He says, exactly. show them my way in the, in the, when they're young and they will come back. And then my eldest son came back after 11 years. Left me when he was 18, 29 now. But he still came back. Reconciled and uh, the happiest moment of my life was last December. Pretty he's cool back thing. again. And, and Sean, I hope you're listening because he said to me, Dad, you know, through being in the world, I continuously felt God calling me. And I said, yeah, it was me and your Omar praying. Listen to this quickly yeah. This listener says Thank you for the program Prachtige program I have 5 kinders 40, 39, 37, 35 Vroeg besef Jesus was the only perfect man And we as ouders make fouten But the Lord help us And give wijsheid and kracht Om elke kind Met a verschillende persoonlijkheid Groot te make Nie makkelijk nie Maar ons handleiding Godse woord Help ons baie Hoor gauw hier Sy Just read this on Facebook The Holy Spirit has never inspired anyone to plot against their brother or sister. That is a demon. It is. Hmm? Definitely. Totally. I, I was just with that. Basically. Boom. Is that for Yes, it is. It's my mom. Is it Tony It's my mom. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Hottie. To the young one. <laughs> <laughs> From one hottie to another. <laughs> yeah, just as your family is listening, I've been on radio for eight years now. Can you believe it? And my mom doesn't miss a show. Yeah. yeah, that doesn't miss a show. So it's it's actually yeah. quite cool. Uh, listen, uh, to raise a child is fifty percent the behavior and discipline of the parents. Mm? Mm. Yeah, mm, mm, mm. No, that's the truth. But fifty percent, amazing grace. Uh, the rest is amazing grace. Preach it, sister. Okay, parents, let's quickly wrap this up. Let's land the plan. Let's give you some practical stuff that you got to do. Firstly, is I just want to firstly say the following, and James, you can add on as we go. Okay, God did not God did not call us to be popular parents. Mm. No, He called us to be godly parents. Never asked yeah. you to be the friend. 
it, it, this afternoon, example, I was lying in bed. My daughter came to me. She's like, Papa, you know that we have a deal that we can only have cell phones at the age of 16. I'm like, yeah. She said, well, Papa, um, I'll make you a deal. If I purchase my own phone this year, can I have a phone? And then I said, no. And at some point she went on and it was almost like a joke to her. Mm. She was like, oh, my Papa, what about, okay, next year then, Papa. Oh, my. And I stood in front of the and I'm like, you can stop now. This discussion is over. You will not have a phone before the age of 16. Yeah. You can buy your own. It will find a dustbin. Do people on this platform probably disagree with me? You have the right to disagree with me. But Joyce Meyer said, if we fail to educate our children, the world will do it for us. You give your kid a phone and the phone will educate your child. No, definitely. That's my opinion. So I don't care. I will not be a popular father. I don't have an Xbox in my house. I don't have a PlayStation. I don't have a... My kids are like, Papa, come and scratch. No. You can purchase your own one day and then I'll play with you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Only then. You won't have it now. Mm. Papa, can I not TV gate? The time was 4 to 6. 6 o'clock, your TV's off. Mm. You can't watch TV two hours before you go to bed. Your brain's not going to switch off. There's stupid examples, but... It's sorry. realistic. My kids wake up fresh every morning. They are ready. Their brain isn't preoccupied. So you can send your kid to bed at 8 o'clock after watching TV. The brain's only going to fall asleep at 11 o'clock. Mm. No, Practical no, stuff. No. Give them a shield of faith no, to protect mm. them from the arrows of, this, of, of the enemy. So, so what I do is because teenagers, you know, Brenton, when you, when you tell them or you, you want to teach them a life lesson, mm. whether you cry or whatever, they, it will go in one year and out the, the next. It depends on where they are on their mood swings. Okay. So I overheard the story when the guy says he went on this dads and lads camp. And they were doing skate skit, you know, the mm. skate shooting. And the instructor was teaching them. And he says he'll never forget the way he instructed them that day. So he's showing them the safety of, of, of the shotgun and how to use it. And when you turn around, you know, to point it down and whatever. And he could see that these teenage boys were not listening to him. The one was picking his nose. The one was in the dirt. The one was on his phone and whatever. Mm. So then he took the gun. He says, walk with me. So he walked with me and there was a tree stump half a tree there and he's put a, a watermelon on it and he painted a smiley face on it and he called this guy I think it was Kenneth or something so yes mm. Kenneth as you induced Kenneth so Kenneth became a laughing point a couple of jokes about Kenneth and then this guy was explaining he says sure so when I'm going to give you the, the, this, this, this uh, shotgun today you're probably going to fool around and go to your, your friends and turn around and speak to him and as he does is he turns around and he shoots this watermelon mm. and it's just pieces of watermelon all over them I love it all <laughs> over them and their faces and there was silence and he gave them each a gun and they adhered to the rules because mm. then they knew the absolute truth of the gun yeah. the danger of this gun was then caught and not taught and then not one not not one guy that made a mistake and i think exactly we teach our kids that mm. so when we speak with them compassion of what this worldview how dangerous it is how it leads to gnashing of teeth mm. and, and 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 dismay and all that kind of stuff we need to show them by example of, yeah. where, of where that road leads to. Yeah. Um, for interest's sake, um, one of my biggest heart's desire for 2024 yeah. um, is I've availed myself to it and I've availed myself to, to, to give churches the opportunity to reach out to me. Yeah. I would love to have conferences and seminars around the country in educating parents mm. on practical stuff they can put in place to change the kids' behavior. Yeah. Because can, can, I just, can I just teach you something? Okay. Um, what is the problem? N not teach you. Let me just give you my opinion. Sure. What is the problem with our schools in South Africa? They've removed Jesus. 
Mm. Let's forget about the curriculum. Let's forget about the rules. They've removed Jesus. Mm. When Jesus becomes into an environment, discipline comes automatically. Mm. Respect comes automatically. Um, all of these godly yeah. character traits, because where Jesus walks, these things follow. Mm. So the biggest thing, the, the biggest change that someone can make to their household is not all of a sudden to introduce a toilet full of rules. Is to introduce the household of Jesus' way of doing things. Mm. And discipline, godliness, respect, the way we talk to each other will automatically become a part of the household. I wish I could have conferences. And I'll say this again. Please reach out. You can phone the number 012-661-2003. Ask for Carol Jerome. Carol is my, my assistant. And she can have a look. I'll fly to your destination to come give you this training course. We will. We will absolutely. <laughs> Why not? Definitely. I don't care. You guys can come Can I speak to the, to, to the youth? If there's any youth listening. Sometimes we're like, my dad speaks too much. My mom speaks too much. Here's the thing. When you're in the classroom, you'll always hear the teacher. But when you write the exams, you'll never hear the teacher. I want to I wanna show you guys something quickly. Just pay attention, okay? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh. <laughs> Leon, what just happened? Just, just tell the listeners what just happened. This cute little boy. He was playing with the ball underneath here. And as soon as you whistled, he said, Yapa. We don't know the voice mm. of our creator. We don't. And a lot of times we say, God is not talking. No, he's talking. You don't know his voice. Mm. Can, can I say something about that? When people you've, got, you've got one minute. Go. Okay. I always ask people, do you want to hear God speak? Yes. Do you want to hear him speak audibly? Yes. Just read your Bible louder. <laughs> Just read it louder. But, but listen, here's the bottom line. We were in a mall once in Menland Mall. Yeah. And we were, I was at the top floor. Andre and the kids were at the bottom floor. There mm. was a huge conference in the mall. There were thousands and thousands of people. I went to go get cold drink. Uh, DeAndre was still a small little kid. Mm. It was such a buzz. There was sound. There was lights. There was, I didn't know where they were. I stood on the fourth floor. They were at the bottom floor. And all I did was, in the presence of all of that chaos, I mm. just went, and all three of them looked up to me, waved their hand, and I knew where they were. The king is talking. Amen. We are not listening. Amen. Because we don't know his voice. Come on. Anyway, Brother Leon, Brenton, um, this is not the last time that we are doing this, of course. Um, honestly, just between me and you, yeah. I like these shows with Leon. And yeah. I think Leon must check his diary. Because I think this must be a permanent insert every first Monday of every month. That's exactly what I said to him in Jane. God calls it. Yeah. Okay, so this is what we're going to do. Send me a mail, okay? Dwayne at radiopulpa.co.za or easy if you don't know how to spell my name, just sport at radiopulpa.co.za. Give us questions, give us topics, give us stuff yeah. that you would like us to discuss. Give us your scenarios that you're sitting with. Um, even, I just want to say this, you don't have to wait an entire month. If you have got a question on your kids right now, send me the mail. I'll make sure either myself, Brenton or Leon responds to that mail so that we can help you with anything regarding your children. By the way, we love you a lot and it was an awesome, awesome privilege to spend this evening with you. Brother Leon, um, you've got exactly 30 seconds to pray for us. Thank you. That is the end of our show. Please tune in next week, same time, same place. Be we, when Brother Leon says Amen, we will be playing EKC Worship with a song entitled Winning Season. Go for it, Leon. Father God, we honor you with this program tonight, Lord Father God, and we want to speak into the life of our youth, Lord Jesus. We feel that your heart is hurting, Lord Father God. Let us feel your heart in this, Lord Jesus. Let us reach out, open the door so we can do these seminars that Dwayne, that Dwayne spoke about, Lord Father God. Give us your blessing and send it out, Lord Jesus, to be witnesses to you in your mighty name. 
Amen, Amen, Amen.